Matt and I are back with another Prospect Extravaganza episode for you guys, so join us as we talk about which prospects are studs and which are duds on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we are your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at Dom Martino FB. Matt, you got us in the wrong spots, brother. I'm going to switch us over if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, sorry about that, folks. But uh, he's back, the man, the myth, the legend himself, my best friend, Matthew Ane. He, you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on um, Apple or Spotify, you know, last five-star ratings and reviews, we would appreciate that if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. With Subtext, it's an in-depth, one-on-one, personalized, in-depth experience where, you know, you get text messages right to your phone, you get instant alerts for prospect call-ups, injury updates, and just much, much more than we could offer in this 30-minute podcast. And Locked Off Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you. Let us be your team secret weapon, as always, where we provide you with which prospects can potentially help lead you to fantasy glory. And guys, just a heads up, you know, uh, if you can't already hear it, I'm a little bit under the weather today, so bear with me, you know, Matt is uh, going to do more. Most of the heavy lifting here today. I appreciate it, my brother. And who do we got up first for the folks? Oh, wait, real quick, real quick. I forgot one thing. So we're actually doing a little something different with this episode. We're going to – a bunch of prospects but just got called up. We have about five or six that just got called up, and then we're going to talk about which ones are worthy to stash. So, all right, man. I'm sorry. Take the lead, brother. Rest all is right. on you. <laughs> all right. Thank you, sir. Um, the least I could do. Um, thank you for covering me as I took my kid to the uh, his, her first uh, Phillies game. Of course, so, brother. I hope she had a good time. Oh, she did. Um, you know, got her a Philly fanatic uh, stuffed animal and whatnot. But hey, let's move on. Shout out to Maggie. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Michael Bush. Um, somebody I actually really liked prior to the season. Um, in my minor league rankings that were just for me. I didn't. We didn't really stem to public. Um, I had him pretty high. I had him in my top thirty going into the year because of you know, essentially what his upside could be. I really do like the kid. I mean. 2022, he had 32 bombs and he batted about 274. This year, through five, uh, through 353 at bats, it I'm already incredibly impressed. 24 bombs and batting a nice whop in 323. Uh, just got recalled from um, o, um, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City, um, so he's been playing. He's he's up now, having his first game. Uh, right now, hasn't been up to bat yet, but I think you know the kid has a lot of upside. I like what he brings to the table. You know, power is definitely, I think, real for sure. Batting average, I think, is decent. I think, you know, ultimately we're going to be looking at him as like a nice 270 hitter. I think this 323 is just, you know, something of an outlier at, you know, maybe top ceiling is 290 for him. But in that Dodgers rotation with second and third eligibility, I think I'm going to find him very valuable going into the season, going into the playoffs, because 
Michael Bush can really provide that. He's not the prototypical second base. So if you're missing in power and you don't have a real great second baseman, Michael Bush can slot in and be very, very, very valuable at that position. Also, too, third is not that great this year. And quite honestly, just a UT. I mean, Bush can provide a lot of uh, bonus to your team. So I think Michael Bush should be added um, nearly everywhere at this point. Yeah, Matt, I'm on board with everything you just said there. Michael Bush is 2% owned. He's hitting eighth uh, today, as Matt mentioned, his first game back up in the bigs. He hasn't really shown much yet in the majors, but you know what? I, I do love the walk-to-strikeout ratio down there in the minors. So for points leagues where you got points for walks, Michael Bush is looking like you know a more better ad than um, categories leagues. 61 walks to 80 strikeouts in the minors for Bush. As Matt mentioned, the batting average upside is going to be pretty good anywhere. I'd say, you know, like Matt said, 275 to 290 in that range, I would think so. Power is legit. Uh, not really a speed guy, but in that Dodgers lineup, which is very good, he gets you some RBIs as well. So three, potentially four category upside there for Michael Bush, and uh, I'm a huge fan. Definitely a guy you should definitely consider adding. Let's move on to this next fellow, and it's somebody that Matt and I were super, super, super high on coming into the year. I think I had him as like a top 12 catcher coming in, but he went down with an injury, unfortunately. It's Logan Ohapi. And he is back with the, you know, the the big league club for the last, you know, couple of games. Hasn't really made an impact yet. But the young Ohapi, man, this is a kid. If you just lost Henry Davis to the IL, uh, I think it's definitely uh, somebody you can go out there and snag and, you know, ride the wave with. He's only 10% owned on Yahoo is Ohapi. And let me just talk to you about, you know, what this kid was able to do last year in his uh, short time in the bigs uh, last year. It was only five games, but he had a run, four hits. Two RBIs, he had 286, had two walks, three strikeouts, was pretty impressive. But let's go back to that minor league season last year, which was a real impressor, uh, you know, before he came over in that trade with the Phillies. He played 104 games, 360 at-bats, 72 runs, 14 doubles, 26 homers, 78 RBIs, seven steals with a 283 batting average. I love Logan Ohapi, and I think he's definitely could be a difference maker at catcher. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love Logan Ohapi in general. Um, very sad he got hurt. I feel like this year w- would have been the year. Um, no question. Um, you know, Adam everywhere. I mean, catcher hasn't been great. I'm kind of mad I made the trades I did because of the fact that Logan Ohapi came back. But it is what it is. Um, Logan Ohapi is a must-add. But let's move on here. Let's talk about Everson Pereira. I said that right? There you go. Yes, sir. Um, called up. I believe the other day, um, my guy is great at 5'11", 191 pounds, age 22. Um, you know, what he's did this year is pretty nice. 303 at-bats, 53 runs, uh, 17 doubles, two triples, 18 bombs, 64 ribs, batting, uh, 11 stolen bases, and batting a solid 300. Um, he's had a nice batting average throughout his career, um, you know, 2022 was a low one at 277. Other than that, it was 303 the year before that. My guy has is, you know, interesting with power. Last year he had four, uh, 14. The year before that he had 20. So I just, I like the upside of what he can do. Maybe he's working a little bit more on that. Uh, you know what? Let's see what he could do. I mean, I am not the most familiar with Pereira in all honesty. I just, I know that Yankees fans are are excited for him. Me personally, I just want to see what he's going to do now that he's up. Um, I'm not running to go and add him in all honesty, but you know he's somebody I'm keeping an eye on to see if he does catch fire because then he could provide a little bit of something something for you. 
Yeah, I'm actually a, a big fan of Everson. He actually played with our, uh, you know, our Staten Island Yankees before they got rid of them. And uh, I, I saw him once or twice. Kid, you know, for somebody that's not like a huge guy, you know, 5'11 still isn't short by any means, but 5'11. Dominguez. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> he's bigger than Dominguez. He, the, Pereira has a lot of muscle to him. He had 20 homers in 49 games back in 2021, which is super, super impressive. So the power's real. He has some speed to him, too, with the 21 steals uh, last year through 102 games, batting average upside. I mean, let's just see how he adjusts to the bigs. If you need an outfield, you're in a five-man outfield league or a deeper league. Uh, Pereira's 9% owned on Yahoo. Definitely somebody you want to look into. And the Yankees need that influx of young guys. Uh, you know, with Pereira hitting seventh, I like that. You know, lineup spot. Hopefully the Yankees can pick it up here down the stretch. But before I move on to another Yankee that got called up, uh, somebody's little brother who you might be familiar with, the big brother, just got called up. And then we got a few guys for, you know, that we're looking forward to over the next couple of weeks that might get the call. I'm going to pass it off to my brother, Matt, for a quick ad break. For championship teams, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need a part or accessory, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Motors, guaranteed fit, you can be sure your every uh, every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop eBay Motors, it's the same. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home the win when it comes to the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions may apply. Dear Everydayers and new listeners, we we have an incredible opportunity for, for you to help uh, support the podcast and help you with some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing the Diamond Club on Subtext. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but you also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call-up alerts, injury uh, updates, Instant reactions, enjoy direct access to us for all those burning burning fantasy questions. Plus, you can try it out for completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to us, and we can't wait to connect with you on your exciting journey. Join the Diamond Club on subtext today. Let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. Listener League entry and September 1st. So hop on on it. Join up now and let's see who gets who gets uh gets that first spot in the Covenant Lift the Listener League. We're super excited to, you know, talk some smack, play some baseball, and honestly have another route to talk to us and see how we actually, you know, go about managing our team, which you know what, a lot of people don't get to see that. And there's a lot of benefits just being in the same league as guys like us, where you could see how we actually manage and play through the waiver wires and how. We do all our ads, drops, and things like that. So quite honestly, it, it'll be good all around. Plus, let's see if you can take one of us out. It's going to be fun. But, uh, you know, other than that, guys, um, I'm really excited to to have subtext and everybody on there. Thank you so much. But, um, yeah, so I guess um, I will give my take on Oswald Peraza, I guess. Um, so Peraza, for me, I like him, but, like, I'm not a big fan. Um you know, I really just like he kind of flopped for me a little bit this year. He flopped for and 
last year he kind of you know made a little splash. So I really just want to see him do it. Essentially, the minor league stuff looks okay, but again, I'm not really blown away. So I just want Peraza to just do it before like I'm going out there and adding out of all these names today. He's about midway point of where I consider adding or stashing versus that. So like you know. We'll see how we'll see where I end up with Peraza. I may not end up with a single share of him because I just don't know where I'm where he's gonna land for me. But uh, you know what? Uh let's move on here. Let's talk about Man, I don't get to talk about Peraza. I thought you did. I did not, sir. Oh, sorry. After you You're good, you're good, you're good. Let me just hop in real quick. Talk about my boy Peraza. I, I have a little bit more faith than that, Mike. Last year, he made a nice little splash in 18 games. He had 306. He had 15 hits, eight runs, three doubles, a homer, two RBIs, two steals, six walks to nine strikeouts. You know, um, Peraza's got pretty solid plate discipline. It's not great. It has looked better over the last few years. This year in the minor, 29 walks to 55 strikeouts, not bad. 268 batting average, 14 homers, 63 games, 48 runs, and he had. 36 RBI, 16 steals. So he's got that nice power-speed combo. I think the thing that really bothered Peraza was coming into the year, we were almost not that many people besides Matt. Actually, Matt gets credit for this because he called Volpe making the roster. And a lot of people just thought it was going to be Peraza. Peraza was going to be the guy, and you know Volpe just had a great spring, and it kind of might have threw Peraza off a little bit. So now Peraza on Yahoo, 4% owned, has second, third, and short eligibility, which is nice. As Matt said, I don't think I'm running out there to get him, but if you play one of those deep leagues at middle infield and you're just struggling and even corner because he has third base too, uh, you could definitely add him. You could see where this thing goes in his debut game. He's hitting eighth, so he's actually behind Everson Pereira. So, you know, these two guys in the Yankees lineup, I hope they just give us that influx that we're looking for of, you know, power, speed, young talent. You know, the, the troops can rally around them. You know, so Peraza, Matt, you might have been spot on, actually. Middle of the pack, probably as far as guys we're talking about today go. But let's move on here. Let's talk about, we'll go from the Yankees to the Red Sox, you know, and uh, not always excited to talk about the Red Sox, but you know what, this young prospect, uh, Willier Abreu, is pretty interesting. 24 years old, lefty. 5'10", 215, uh, so he's got a little bit of stockiness to him, you know. Uh, in the minors, he had a pretty strong year in AAA, 86 games, 299 at-bats, 67 runs, 11 doubles, a triple, 22 bomb skis, 65 RBIs, 8 steals. Once again, pretty good play discipline for a young kid, 59 walks, 74 strikeouts, 274 batting average. Hasn't really had that many monstrous years in the minors besides this one. There's a couple of other ones that will look pretty strong, but he's never really been a batting average guy. So for Abreu, him getting called up, I don't really see the batting average being there. Maybe he'll be some, you know, home runs, maybe like a, an Adam Dunn type. If you remember Adam Dunn, he's not as big as an imposing as an Adam Dunn type, but, you know, has some pretty big power. Also, he was the Red Sox, like, 17th prospect. So, you know, not a huge, huge name call up, but, you know, Willie Abreu could be decent, decent, maybe down the stretch for the Red Sox. As for fantasy, probably not running out there to pick him up right away. Yeah, I like the upside of this kid. It's funny, though. So, like, I'm looking at this kid based off of just his profile of how tall he is and how much he weighs. I wouldn't have guessed in 2022 he also had 31 stolen bases. Um, That kind of blows my mind. Uh, You know, I figured he would have been slow and just, you know, just a guy that just smokes the ball out of the park. So it's interesting to see that, you know, guy that has that much, you know, juice on him, I would say, because, you know, big boy. 
uh, you know, is able to be that fast as well. So that's an interesting combo. I think that with the weight and whatnot, because that's man body to me at 5'10", 215. Like, I I think that power is legit. I think that this year he just kind of, like, put it on. And what I do like, too, is, I mean, it's only 299 at-bats to 22 bombs. Like, that's solid. That's more than, like, quite honestly, some of the MLB players have right now. So, like, this is a really big power year for him. So, you know, it's interesting. He's low-key. Quite honestly, he gets the call. He may be a speculative ad for me just based off of the fact of what the power surgeons can be if he does translate. And they do need an influx of offense on that team. So Abreu could be the key. He might get that call and just be the guy. We'll see. I, I like it. I like him a lot. But let's move on. Let's talk about Mr. Uh, Austin Meadows' brother here. Parker Meadows, and not Peter Parker. Just, you know, just a stroll in the meadow. Um, you know, Mr. Parker, five, uh, six foot five, 205 pounds. I love the combo. Wish he had about 10 more pounds on him, but... It is what it is. 23 years old, plays for the Detroit Tigers like they need any more good good young guys, but we'll see. Plays center field. My guy has gotten the call, it looks like, right? Yes. Yes, sir. So right now, in his limited experience, which is literally five at-bats, you know, he's got a hit. He has 200 um, batting average. whoop de do. Like, it's been one game. But we'll see what he does. But here's what he did in the minors right now. 449 at-bats this year, 78 runs, 27 doubles, 7 triples, 19 bombs, 65 ribs, 19 stolen bases, batting about 256. His batting average is all over the place, 2022, 270, 2021-210, 2019-221, 2021-290. So I don't really know what to make out of him. I'm probably going to say he's going to be like a 240 hitter. Um, is really what it's just profiling at because I'm looking at a strikeout ratio, 123 strikeouts to 57 walks. I don't really like that at all, but what I can say is I think the power is kind of there. Um, I think that he may be like a 25 home run guy next year. Uh, but with a, with the 20, 20 stolen bases, I could say, cause it looks like he's got a little burner on him. So OPS leagues, he's got a nice little value too at a 12. So Parker has some upside. He is nowhere near somebody I'm running to go ahead. I have to see him do it. Um, because also, too, for me to add a guy like this, he has to be knocking the ball out of the park at least twice a week for him to destroy my batting average category. So right now, Parker is more of a watch and see. And then you go from there. And before I let Dom talk to you about Parker, um, we have one more ad break for you. And um, just to let you know, we have a bunch of great prospects that we're going to round this show out with. So stay tuned. All right, and we're back. Go ahead, Dom. Yeah, man, that was a great take on Parker Meadows, actually. I, I'm not going to add too, too much, but I, I like Parker Meadows. You know, if he's anything like his, you know, older brother, brother who's a pretty strong comp because, you know, um, Austin Meadows in his heyday, good power, good speed, uh, batting average, probably going to be all over the place. He might have some good years. He might have some bad years. Plate discipline, not very good. 57 walks to 123 strikeouts in the minors this year. So, you know, it kind of leads to, hey, that's where that batting average and on-base percentage aren't going to be fantastic. But, and then in the Detroit Tigers team, you know, I mean, Riley Green and Torkelson have finally taken off. And Kerry Carpenter, another guy, you know, doing very, very well. 
So he kind of fits right in there. I'm, I'm actually a little mad the call-up wasn't Colt Keith. I know Colt Keith is an infielder, but, you know, I mean, still would have loved to see them shift guys around and take that room for Colt Keith. But, you know, we're going to have to live with Parker Meadows. Um, probably a deep league play at the moment. Those 15 manager deepers, 2% owned on Yahoo outfielder, if we didn't already mention that. And that's Parker Meadows. Let's move on to another Detroit Tiger, though. If you haven't heard the name, you're going to find out now. That is Justin Henry Malloy. And he's pretty solid, actually. I'm, I'm uh, surprised he's another one that didn't get the call here. Um, you know, the Detroit, I figure, hey, you know, might as well just call up all those young guns now and kind of see what you got. You know, you still have control over them for, you know, a while if they did. So Justin Henry Malloy is 6'1", 212, which is, you know, pretty solid, solid young man there. He's 23 years old, and he's actually having a pretty strong year in the minors. 108 games, 392 at-bats, 70 runs, 18 doubles, a triple, 18 homers, 69 RBIs, four steals, 281 batting average. And this is a guy that really gets it done in the batting average department. Since 2021, his worst batting average has been 271. And uh, I really love that for the kid. You know, decent power, not a lot of speed. I think we might see Malloy here. I, I want to see, I'm curious to see what the Tigers are going to do. Are they just going to bring up all these young kids on Malloy and Colt Keith and the rest of the crew and just kind of see what they have? Or you know what is the Parker Meadows thing? Just like hey, you know we're gonna throw we're gonna, we'll get a little excitement there for the fans, and we'll wait for next year with Henry Malloy and Colt Keith uh, is yet to be seen. But I think uh, you know if Henry Henry Malloy does get the call, he'll bring some of that balance to that lineup where you know he could be a solid batting average guy with some power. You know maybe hitting fifth or sixth in that lineup. He's actually one percent owned on Yahoo right now. Has not been called up yet. Just to clarify, these next uh, few guys we're talking about have not been called up yet. So, Henry Malloy, just someone to keep your eye on for the moment. Yeah, he's an interesting character. It's funny, too. For points leagues, I think he's pretty valuable because that walk-to-strikeout ratio is stellar yeah. this year, 88 to 115. And then in 2022, it was 97 walks to 138 strikeouts. Like, yo. like it's a good eye. Yeah, he really does. And his OPS is pretty stellar, too. So, like, there's a lot of good things. And then 28 doubles in 2022. He already has 18 this year. Like, points leagues, this kid may be, like, a nice little bumpity bump for the week for you guys. So, I'd be keeping my eye on him if he does get the call. But uh, in terms of, like, you know, um, like a 5 by 5 Roto, I don't know how fast I'm willing to run out there and go at him. Just based off of his surrounding facts outside of he's going to probably contribute to batting average. Detroit's still trying to figure out who they are. Um and I want to see what this kid's really going to do in that aspect. The only thing I could probably trust is he's going to be able to put the bat to the ball or get somebody to put him on the on on base. But walks don't help me in that in those kind of leagues. So that's where I'm really not excited to go add Malloy. But let's move on. Um, God, how do I say this name? Sedane Raffaella. Yeah, Sedane Raffaella. Thank you, Dom. Um, we've talked about him a whole bunch of times. He's a yiny little dude. Um, he's you know almost as small as Altuve. Um, five foot nine, 165 pounds, but the kids, kids pretty good, uh, this year through, you know, two, two levels, double A and triple A 417 at bats, 72 runs, 29 doubles, three triples, 19 bombs, 73 ribs, 34 stolen bases. I love that. And he's batting 302. Now it's crazy though. So he's the exact opposite of Malloy. He has 25 walks to 97 strikeouts. He's one of those new age baseball players that, you know, pretty much are just line driving the ball. You know, he's going to either strike out or he's just going to put the ball, 
put the ball on on the field and it's just going to be it. Um, Rafael is an interesting person. Um, there's there's upside to be had with him because even in 2022, my guy put up 21 home runs. This year he has 19 in 417 at bats versus last year where he had uh, 481 and he had 21. So he's on a he's on a better pace than he was last year. You like to see that from a prospect. You know they're outpacing themselves from the year before, and let's see what he gets done in like this short period of time. If he does get the call, he's going to be an interesting candidate. Stolen base plus just right off the bat for Roto. Um, he might kill you in points at this point, so I don't know if I'm running out and going to add him there. Uh, but in in five by five, uh, you know head to head, I think Raphael might be somebody that I consider adding, but it'd be more of a speculative than anything else. Yeah, man. Um. I'm a I'm actually a huge Rafaela guy. I, I don't I this is confusing to me why the Red Sox didn't call him up instead of you know um uh Breu. I don't know what they saw there because Rafael he's just he's that guy, you know. He Jose Altuve is a fair comp for him, you know, like a um mid-career Altuve where Altuve was hitting, you know, 15 to 20 home runs and he was stealing a, a bunch of bases. Maybe he doesn't have that prime speed that 50 stolen base upside that Altuve had, but, you know, 34 steals through 102 games, 417 at-bats looks great, 302 batting average, probably won't hit that 330, so let's say, like, an Altuve light type of guy, and I feel like just, I feel like Boston could have used this, you know, a spark plug in, in their lineup, and they decided to go with Abreu over Rafaela, little confusing to me, but we, there's still a chance that Rafaela gets that cup of coffee if there's an injury or, you know what, Abreu doesn't work out over the next, you know, week or so. And they say, hey, you know what, we want to, you know, you know, change our mind and go Rafaela. I could see that happening. But Matt, strong take on the kid. You know, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan, probably one of the better guys that we're going to talk about today, in, in my opinion. But let's keep things pushing here. Let's move on to our next guy. Let's talk about Brooks Lee. Brooks Lee, nice young player. You know, there's just a huge influx of um, talent coming up in the MLB that I'm excited to see. So Brooks Lee is from the Minnesota Twins. He's 5'11", 205, kind of that same uh, same uh, build as Abreu. Uh, actually having a, a pretty solid year in the minors this year. He has 100 games played across AA and AAA, 402 at-bats, 68 runs, 34 doubles. That's a lot of doubles. One triple, 12 homers, 69 RBI, seven steals, 286 batting average. And this guy has always hit for batting average throughout his whole minor league career. Actually, this year is his worst batting average through his whole minor league career. So that's super, super impressive for the kid. Not really a crazy amount of pop, not really a crazy amount of speed. But, you know, he'll be consistent in the runs, the RBIs, and, um, you know, batting average, as I said three times already. Good play discipline, 44 walks, 72 strikeouts for Brooks Lee. Uh, just another young kid to keep your, your your eye on that might get the call here in September. You know, if you're in those deeper leagues, you can go out and, you know, uh, stash him if you got the room. If not, just keep your eye on Brooksley, somebody that uh, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah, um, Brooksley is cool. Um, it's funny. Uh, hey, we, we picked out a bunch of small dudes, but I like the man body part. Um, you know, the 5'11", 205 part, um, you know. He's not my prototypical guy I'm drooling over, but the stats really do, you know, scream off the page for me. I like him, but we'll see where he is. I'm not running out to get him either, honestly, at this point, but I would like to see what he can do. But let's move on. Great take, Dom. Um, Thanks, let's, talk about, let's talk about our last guy here. That's Mr. Drew Gilbert. Um, Drew is uh, somebody I was just checking out myself um, while Dom was going off about uh, Brooks Lee here. 
the, you know, the aforementioned country singer, it sounds like with that name. Yeah. Um, I like, that. I like yeah. that. That's a good one. Yeah, the st- star is born here. Um, so it looks like he was acquired by the Mets in a trade because uh, he's playing from uh, for Houston, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Dom. You are spot on, sir. So since being um, since he's only in Double A, I'm not sure if this kid gets the call. But what I would like to see from the Mets is because they're not really doing so hot, they possibly could bring him up and see what their new shiny toy has. Or and what would be more indicative of it is if he gets a promotion to AAA soon because. Since he's joined the Mets organization, he's been pretty solid. I mean, it's a short, a small sample size, but in 55 at-bats, he has eight runs, two doubles, a triple, two bombs already, 11 ribs, um, stolen base, batting about 346. He is an interesting, interesting player in general. I don't know what his niche is going to be in the MLB, but he has upside. He is nowhere by any means somebody I'm going to run out and grab if they get the call, but it's somebody that we should be aware of. Somebody that, you know, could, if they do come up, has the upside to be impactful on your fantasy lineup. But again, it's a wait and see kind of thing. He is not even going to be a speculative ad, but if I see him get a little hot the second he gets called up and he has like two games in a row, three games in a row of doing some, doing some work and doing some work for me, he goes like this, right? So there's going off and just like, you know, hitting bombs and doing everything. Then there is getting a hit in his first three at bats, that first three um, appearances and, you know, bringing in a ribby or two and or a bomb. And then there is, you know, has about five or seven games and then has about a, a decent batting average at about 250. And then I could say, okay, Drew Gilbert, maybe somebody I start considering depending on the week. So it's just a matter of those tiers of where I'm willing to go about it and how, how I'm willing to consider adding Gilbert. But by no means, this is my favorite. He's probably my least favorite out of all these names. That's Drew Gilbert. Yeah, Matt, uh, pretty much spot on there, bro. That's a great take. I'm just going to throw in that Drew Gilbert is, according to MLB's top 100 prospects, he is the number two prospect overall for the Mets, right behind Ronald Acuna's little brother, who they also acquired recently. So, you know, there is some pedigree to Drew Gilbert, and the numbers look pretty good, as Matt mentioned. Uh, I'm on board. Probably not one of my favorite guys here. Might have him over, like, Parker Meadows. But besides that, you know, he's probably closer to the bottom of the pack. Let's see what the Mets want to do here. Let's see if they want to give Mauricio and Gilbert the call. Maybe Acuna's little brother, too. But I think Acuna's little brother is probably more of a next-year type of guy. But, you know, let's just see where the thing goes with Drew Gilbert, 22 years old, pretty solid numbers, not the best guy, not the worst guy we're talking about today. But, Matt, you got anything else here before we bring this thing home? Um, Nah, other than, you know what, hop on the subtext, you know, join the Diamond Club. Um, You know, with with this episode in mind, we've been hitting it spot on with all these with all these call ups and everybody's been getting their alerts real fast and quick. And people are able to beat the the their their league mates to the punch. So. You know, right there and then going into this time of the year, this is going to be very valuable for you. But uh, that's really all I got. Yes, sir. So, guys, that is all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and view. Also, shout out to our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And make sure you tune in for a new episode tomorrow. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think we're doing Wave Wire tomorrow, Matt. Mm, I'm not exactly sure either. We'll talk about it. All right, so we'll figure it out for you guys, but it will be a one that you don't want to miss. But, guys, until then, see you. Peace.